Hello everyone, welcome back to the GM Breakout Podcast. My name is Dylan, I will be the GM for this adventure. I hope you are uh, ready to, to stream this episode because it's going to be full of riveting jokes and uh, and uh, I'm just going to go with the flow because none of my, my party members are, are enjoying this. It's cool. You know, you're still going to miss sometimes. Yeah, good. That's the most awkward you've ever been during the intro, all four of you. I'm really disappointed. <laughs> I'm joined by my four players who have accidentally muted themselves because they are actually cackling with laughter. Uh, I've got Einar as I embark, a Conrussy Barbarian Druid. Hello, I'm good and I'm excited. Dylan, that was bad and you should feel bad. I, I, I did say I didn't have anything prepared. And you said, you'll do something. And I did. I've got Jeremy as Mila Stilsky, a Sylph Druid Wizard. And sometimes you do things and you just probably shouldn't have. Yep. We've got Greg as Tyrol, a Hobgoblin Rogue. It was, yeah, it's less awkward silence and more polite wait. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> yeah. And we've got Kevin as Saralar, a Thessalonian Rune Lord of Bride. Yeah. We're just waiting for you to stop embarrassing yourself. <laughs> okay, so like Is that my... or Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> my thought process there was I can't do anything. Like that's coming up in the story because it would be too much of a spoiler. I've exhausted my ruins archaeology joke, so I can't do anything about blood salt. And I was like, well, what else is there? I mean, we're near a river. Let me try some river things, and it didn't. It didn't work. So, yeah, you know, sometimes, sometimes it happens. It's fine. Well, uh, t- to be fair, you said just before. The cut where the episode starts appears. You said, "If we don't get to the part, this part in the adventure, I'm gonna look really bad." And then you went river. Mm, yeah. So like, are we going somewhere on the river? That's oh, where it, my. Mind it's gonna went. be the fishing mini game. River. Yeah, it's, oh, it's a fishing mini game. That's what we're doing this episode. We're gonna fish. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, because you're busy repairing up some fishing boats last time. Well, Mila was. No one else was. Mila was. Yeah. So we're going to go out. Yeah, and the village gonna... gets attacked and Jeremy has to fight it off by, by themselves. <laughs> ah, kind of cold, kind of cold, kind of cold. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there might be a few casualties. Uh, well, on that, are we more researching and helping the village? So, just to catch us up to speed, uh, you have yeah. cleared out blood salt and now you're in your sort of research, practical research stage of the uh, of your time as teachers uh, and what better place to research than Bloodsaw you know it's got a, a long and checkered history there's uh, cities upon cities upon cities uh, and you know if you don't want to do research you've also got a, a little village just up the road that, that has recently been attacked and could use some help so we're going through this a month at a time uh, the first month uh, I embark and Iboko you know ran off to Kyoto to help fix up some of the city walls and, and help defend the, the village a little better uh, the second month, uh, Mila instead went out uh, with Firepot Ubanu and spent a month at Kyoto, uh, you know, fixing up sort of the, the, the fishing boats, yes. And everyone else stayed back to, to research at Bloodsoul. And you found out a few things. You found that uh, the citizens of Bloodsoul could legitimately sprout dragon wings, and Tarul has found some research into making that happen as a character ability. Uh, you figured out that this gas, you encountered the gas, the Dead Man's Breath, and it's not as threatening as you thought it was initially. Uh, but you think it was a much more potent version uh, that happened and caused this calamity. Possibly something to do with seismic activity as well. Uh, and that was the end of the the second month that you guys have spent here. You know, darted between Bloodsoul and your temporary Megambia camp you've set up outside. It's up to you. Do you want to do a... You could do a third month. I'm seeing Tyrol is like fully maxed out on studying though. I and Mila are getting close. Saralog could do a little more work. But uh, it's up to... Tyrol's happy to be here until there's nothing left to learn. You know so one expects you to go If you want anywhere. something else to happen, you should pull out. <laughs> no, no one expects you to go anywhere, Tyrol. Um, what is, after that second month when Mila was there helping out, what is her assessment of the state of the village? That's a really good, really good question. Um, they're definitely... I mean, they're definitely doing better than they were. Um, they actually have like a, a, a fence around the city now. The buildings are like rebuilt. None of them are looking like burnt down or, or roofless. Uh, and they do have 
probably not all the fishing boats are, are, are rebuilt, and they could probably do with uh, like more farms being built and more like hunting parties going out and, and people being. I mean, even if you just stay in, like people could be trained for more combat, basically, because they are just a, a village of fishing humans and dwarfs. They probably don't do well in, in an attack. Um, so you, you, I mean, there's definitely been progress. You feel like there there could be more to be done, but I mean, there could always be more to be done. Really, right? Okay. So you're describing to me really what I'm seeing as a, a job that's like maybe half or half done or a bit more. So it's Mila a job is that you've, going. You've, yeah, you've definitely helped out with, but it's probably still not the most like defensible. I mean, you're never going to get it to like Absalom levels of defense, but uh, yeah. you can probably you like you could probably do more. Right, uh, Mila. I'm going. To, Mila's going to send uh, Firepot and Rajata back uh, to okay. continue their studies, but Mila's going to stay here and continue to help. Okay. What about everyone else? I want to keep keep going. Okay, I'm going to continue teaching this. Okay. I have some level up to do in Huzun Jetty. To rule you like. I mean, you could still research and just, I guess, get a star in Cascade Bearers, but like... Let's just say thematically that the practical research here is going to have no bearing on any of the practice. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. And he's just a um, learning all there is to learn about okay. residents and people of Blood Salt. Oh, as much cool. as possible. Uh, we will whiz through this without going too, too much in detail then. Mila, you're staying and finishing some fishing boats and probably, you know... Actually, you uh, probably could do a few training classes for some of the, the villagers get them ready in case the mm. people do you know come and try and fight them they can fight back I'm not the most adept hand to hand fighter but yes uh, I will go with warfare lore again because this makes sense I've seen Ironbark and Tyrol, uh and frankly I probably could take anyone here with one hand behind my back regardless of the fact I'm <laughs> faster here is my warfare lore roll <laughs> let's see how we go this time Poorly. I rolled a 2 for a 17. So I did what I could, but very that it respects okay. my fighting prowess. <laughs> Not ridiculously great, but uh, yeah. I mean, you probably don't make much, much progress. In fact, you probably try to train people, but uh, like you said, you aren't the best fighter. So yeah. it's probably probably could do with someone else training. But uh, it's, oh. uh, okay. Everyone back in Bloodsort, then. We'll, we'll whiz through some of these. So Teruel, you... like. I mean, you could, you may as well make a roll to see if you can get a star in Cascade Bearers. Sure. You won't increase in level now, but next time oh. you would just go up instantly. <laughs> oh my god, of course you would. Why not? Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> of course you'd get a first rate. <laughs> oh my god. God damn it. I won't worry about that, and I'll probably forget about it by the time that'll take us around. <laughs> oh, Dylan won't. <laughs> Dylan's notes are phenomenal. <laughs> I'll, I'll keep track of it. Saralar, you are seventh. Bizanjati, fourth in Cascade. So your, yeah, your second level branch is, is maxed out, but you are still a couple behind in Uzunjati. Yeah. So I will do a lore skill for Uzunjati and just continue teaching this student. We're still teacher here. We may not yep. have, be in a classroom, but we still have class. <laughs> that will be a 30, which I think should be a success. Not yep. quite a crit, but that is definitely a success. So you are up to 8th level in Uzajati. Yes, so you which get will the, give me the feed. a feed, which I have already. So just grab a different first level one. Yeah. Cool, so 8th in Uzajati, 4th in Cascade Bearers. That's a pretty good place to be. Ironbark, you are exactly the same, 8th and 4th. No, 8th yes. and 3rd. No, 8th and 3rd. Yeah, I did change I my notes. I will see if I can, uh, I can get to level 9 in Uzajati. With, once again, my Gambial over. Nope. Oh, wow, no, you don't. Damn. No. So. No more hero points. Yeah. Uh, Ironbark, you try to, you know, get in involved with the research, but, like, the month that you took out, you feel like you mm -hmm. missed some key revelations. Uh, and, and as much as you ask Tyrrell to try and explain, Tyrrell doesn't want to live in the past. Tyrrell wants to, you know, be up to date <laughs> now. So he's just like, figure it out yourself. You can do it. Uh, yeah, Tyrrell's too busy. Idiots. Uh, <laughs> so you like, you're trying to, you know, trying to teach some of the students. And in fact, some of the students, I think, have to teach you at some points of the month. Mm -hmm. uh, so you unfortunately yep. don't go up in, in your branches, but you are ending, yeah, eight and four, which is very good. 
Uh, Sarala, you keep going around and, and discovering more of the stories uh, of, of this village, and you end up 8 and 4 as well. And Teruel, you just completely maxed out your entire <laughs> everything you can. Um, <laughs> 9 star, 4 star. Let's roll! I think you uh, <laughs> eventually learned that um, last time we were theorising about what it possibly is. I think I think you do, in your month here, learn that it is the more obvious sort of solution to the problem. Um, to rule, when you saw the gas appearing, it was coming from the lake itself. Uh, almost like you imagine this gas is actually like some sort of volcanic gas. You think there's a, you think this, there could be like volcanic gas that builds up under the lake and occasionally, you know, gets released probably through, when there's too much pressure in there, it gets released up through the waters of the lake and onto the shore here. Um, and between you and, and Saralar, who actually, you know, do research and look around the area, uh, and Ivar's just there kind of plodding along and trying to help. Uh, you think that uh, if, if this sort of build-up of gas was, you know, mixed with a seismic event, especially one like under, under the lake, uh, an earthquake happening in the area would probably release a lot more of this build-up of gas, basically. It would be a... Yeah. You know, it wouldn't it wouldn't be a common occurrence. I guess if it's if it's uh, this re- gas, release of gas, the dead man's breath happens every two or three months, and an earthquake happens probably quite rarely. And it's even more rare that both are going to happen at the same time. But you imagine it it probably did happen, uh, and it has probably happened probably let's say like twice in history, maybe two or three times. This this super. Dead man's breath. Let's call it uh, enough times to wipe uh, out the, uh, <laughs> the civilizations. Ah, okay, cool. So it's just an, a semi-natural phenomenon. Yeah, you don't you, you don't think there's any anything supernatural for this. You think this is a geolo- geological thing where this does, does it happen in the real world? I mean, earthquakes definitely happen, and volcanic gases definitely happen. Mm. I don't know if there's going to be get some gas pockets built. Yeah, um, but often it's in like underwater caves. Yeah, I think. But uh, you, you think that, yeah, if there's an earthquake and it releases a much more potent and a lot heavier gas onto the shore. Uh, but yeah, probably people wouldn't, be, it would be like Pompeii, people wouldn't be able to, to get away quickly. It, it would just you know, happen as fast as an earthquake happens. Uh, and that's basically what you can piece together uh, from from your month this time. Wow, cool. The guys, we solved it. <laughs> I knew you'd get there to roll. Oh, I'm not there. Blood blood solved. Uh, Yes. Uh, I'm just not going to make any jokes today. They're not going to land any of them. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You're going to be blood salty about it. (laughs) God, how was that better than all the ones I said? At the end of the month, Mila, um, you feel like you haven't made too much more progress and you feel like maybe some of the other uh, law speakers are even students are going to be better equipped at, you know, training up the, the village folk. Uh, perhaps so. Um, yeah. I mean, I've done what I can. I've put my time in on behalf of everybody and done what I could, so it is time to get back to the duty so I've been neglecting. Okay. Cool. Wow, we just whizzed over... I'm back and catch you up. <laughs> just whizzed over, like, three months in, uh, like, an episode and a bit. Wow. There you go. We're All flying right. through these. You're getting going to die of old age soon. I won't have to fight anything with you. <laughs> um, How long do hobgoblins live? <laughs> not that long, not, actually. Not long. A few months, yeah. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, well, Greg has an existential crisis. Yeah. Everyone can, uh, <laughs> after this third month, and Mila, you can make the trek back to back to the, the Megambia camp. Uh, everyone can, you know, file back down. Uh, and to rule, I think, I mean, to rule, you've probably filled up like what, four or five full journals of information. Probably more. More than that. The students student between them have. Yeah. I'm up. Or Yeah, just uh, just to circle back. Sorry. Uh, hobgoblins just mature very quickly. They can hold a weapon by the time they're one. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, and reach uh, adolescence by 8 to 12 and adult at 14 wow. but they live typically 70 years oh that's ah, cool okay, for you, you. that's fine yeah. yeah. yes everyone's feel like you've learned 
probably as much as you could. I mean, there's probably a few little tidbits that you could discover still. Uh, but looking at where everyone's left off, everyone is 8th or ninth branch in their main one, and 3rd or 4th in their second, which is pretty, pretty good for where you are. So you probably start to make plans to get... get oh, I guess it's up to you now, what do you want to do? What, what do we have to do? Is there anything well, we more probably deposit study here? Or are we ready to we go should, back? We should probably at least deposit what we've learned at the Gambia mm. in case something happens to us. So at least that knowledge is preserved. So we can always do a trek back to the city, have a bit of catch up, and then there can be like rotating a uh, expedition cruise in and out. Okay. Well, if we're feeling murderous, there is the bandit base that attacked the village. Yeah. If we're I leaving thought... blood salt, I would like to go look for the knights then. Hmm. We can probably leave the students to this then, if the if Ironbound is particularly invigorated by that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like that's a reasonable idea too. Um, we've gone three months now without anything outrageous happening uh, to the camp. Uh, nothing's really disrupted us. They know how to get out of the way of the gas. <laughs> fairly comfortable leaving them to continue I mean you can't explore properly a city and document everything in three months um, but we've made the, the major discoveries I feel like yeah fully agreed and the counterpoint there would be that the Avendago people mm-hmm. um, they've not done anything for three months towards that village that we know they could be harassing other villages that's true but to that particular village that we're aware of yeah they're just letting them build their riches back up so you don't they can attack the same village it. repeatedly no. you do a rotation they will come back to this one when they've rebuilt enough to have something worth it mm-hmm. alright well I think it, it sounds like at least half the party are quite in, invested in making sure that doesn't happen yeah, we, so. we don't need to murder them we can just go and talk to them and tell them that it's better if they don't yeah. Oh, we need to murder them. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, well, I forgot yeah, we're so... doing an ev- evil playthrough of this campaign. <laughs> uh, yeah, we need to murder them because they're no better than a spirit naga. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so uh, they're worse. By the time like Mila gets back from from Q2, I mean it's like a twelve-hour trek. You're probably going to want like a night at least to recover and. But actually, you probably it's probably it's probably fine to take like a day or two at least just to get oh, the yeah. students up to date with you know what's going on. So, are you telling them to stay here and keep exploring by themselves, or are you sending them back to the Gambia by themselves, or study? They they we leave them to continue exploring this ruin and mark everything off and study it. They they should be strong enough to defend themselves. I mean, it's like oh, you know, so. 12, 13 people between them. They're probably yeah. like it's... level three or four. Uh, Think what point. the Megambia teachers did to us. This yeah, is totally yeah. in keeping with standard practice. <laughs> and <laughs> once we've dealt with the Abendego people, yeah. we can come back for them for the trip back to the Megambia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. And if they ever feel there's nothing more to do with this city, they can just go back to... Uh, Iboko? Yeah, Iboko's village and help there. And wait there, yeah. yeah. You probably take a day or two to yeah, go through plans and actually, you know... I mean, you've had a few intensive months. Uh, it's probably, You probably mm-hmm. enjoy a weekend uh, to yourself as well. You can just... Yeah, Tarul, you probably have to pack away all of your notes in a, some sort of... What was it? A Tarul decimal system, we said? Uh, <laughs> where you probably yeah. have to sort through all of the, the recordings and the findings and try and catalogue it as meticulously as you can uh, so it probably takes you, you get a couple of days to, to yourself I guess on the final night before you make plans to head up to Kyoto you could up a nice nice big meal you probably are starting to run out of the, the rations that uh, the school supplied you with and actually for a while you have probably been hunted hunting um, birds and probably some some of the smaller animals that sort of stalk around the, the, the Mwangi expanse. Uh, so you probably, you know, you don't go for the lions or the hippos or anything like that, but you probably try and catch some antelope, <laughs> uh, some, if there's any, uh, yeah, like little rabbits in the desert. I think you, I'm sure you get some sort of de- jungle rabbits, uh, like fennec foxes and things, and definitely birds. 
Uh, if there's any archers in the group, you try and... <laughs> no. So you probably have, have been hunter, hunter-gatherers for a little while as well, um, using your nature checks to figure out if there's any fruits or berries that are safe to eat around the area. Um, it's turning into a proper little like camping trip, this one. And, but yeah, you feed yourselves up, get all, all the supplies together that you'll need, uh, and probably have your last night at the, the Gambia camp. And possibly last night ever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Suddenly. Okay. Uh, it's true for, no. Uh, it's true for every night. Die, we're go. just going into a state of eternal daylight. Yeah. <laughs> every night could possibly be your last one ever. Yeah, you're right. Uh, amazing. As uh, yeah, you wake up in the morning and you're just finishing up your daily preparations, getting your super scary level 5 spells ready. And, uh, <laughs> you know, having a bit of breakfast. And, uh, you see something. Because I couldn't let you guys get away with your own plans for a while. Uh, <laughs> running down, uh, stumbling into, into the camp, you see a young man. Very exhausted. Uh, looks like he. Fiavo. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, not Fiavo at all. Uh, in fact, uh, Mila. You would recognise this young chap. Oh, you're going to ask what his name is, aren't you? Fuck you. Well, yeah, what's uh, his name, John? NPC. <laughs> Scabandari Blood Eye. To... Oh. Uh, hey. Uh, I've had to... Yeah, I had to uh, <laughs> you recognise this as uh, Balu, but not like the Balu the bear from uh, from Jungle Book. This is B-A-L-U, because, of course, oh. uh, has to... Uh, yes, yeah, you recognise this as uh, one of a, a young man who helped you out uh, building some of the fishing boats. Oh, no, yes. uh, he's uh, back again. Baloo, what? What happened? No, it's not Baloo. It's Baloo. That's very different. Baloo. Baloo. <laughs> uh, he starts running into camp, singing bare necessities, and uh, and that's it. He shakes his ass <laughs> up against the palm tree. Yeah, it's good. Uh, he's clearly worn out. It looks like he was clearly running like properly all through the night. Uh, almost collapses in front of you. He's like, ah, uh, Mila, Mila, I am up. The knights, they, they returned. No. You probably want to take a few more days, he said. <laughs> hey, 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 if I let you leave straight away, then, you know, maybe you met him on the way, but, you know, it makes sense to take a few days. I can railroad you. Fuck off. Uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, the village wasn't prepared. What happened? Oh, what? Oh, no. they've, What's going on? They, they've taken they've taken people this time. They, they took Fundu and, and Konoku. And no! He collapses. Immediately yeah. look around to see if Iboku's listening to this. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> where's your where's your earwax? Plug it in! When? When? Maybe she would be listening. I feel like a lot of them listen. If some random person just runs in exhausted, I think people would gather around. Damn it, of course they would. Ah. <laughs> when did this happen? I hey, think it would be a good idea to move <laughs> the student to the village to help instead of continuing with the city. That's surprisingly no. caring and intelligent, Sarala. We can't move as fast if if we're traveling with the students. No, we don't have no, to I travel mean, with them. We send the student to help them. with the village. We go to the night to save those who are taken. Last, we're all going uh, to the village, and we're going as in, fast as we can, and the students yeah. can follow behind. In, in, sure. Last night, just just after the uh, sun went down, they, they came. More of them. Damn it. How many? Uh, must be 20 at least. And they they took people this time? Yeah. Last time they... Just those two, or more of them? No, more, lots more. Oh, no. God damn it! <sighs> Sarlar, can you teleport yet? <laughs> no. <laughs> Damn it! I don't think I ever get access to teleport. <laughs> Shit. Tyrell will just hand all of his research to Mariana. Okay. Let's go. Uh, Alright. To Mariana? She's going as well? No. Nope. <laughs> he leaves that to win the safety of the student, but yeah. I personally think we need to send the student to help the village. Mm-hmm. And we yep. go save the people. Yeah. They yeah. pack and well, make their own way, the anyway. and we go right now. Yeah, okay. yeah, I agree. Cool. Yeah, they take time, they take a quick time You're to in unpack charge, our backup bar oh, camp. Wow. Troll uh, pointed a boss. 
Yeah, wow. Marion was probably the, a good choice. The, yeah. Her and Ignacy are the two most experienced. <laughs> Although I don't think either of them have passed your class yet. That's just the Inardi still, right? Only two people have. Actually, maybe during the last three months, some people might have impressed you in Blood Soul. Enough to... Uh, Yeah, I'll think about it. Okay. (laughs) Actually, wait, Uh, no, I think Rajata's passed as well. (laughs) Amazing. Yeah, so you all, uh, the four of you can very quickly head on, head on up north to Q2. And, uh, yeah, it takes you a good... A half a day, even if you are hustling, it is quite far to just keep walking. I mean, you've made this trek a few times now. Uh, it's we can hustle. Yeah, Mila used to be the slowest, right? Maybe oh. we're a little bit faster now. Yeah, who's got the lowest speed? Saralar and Tyrol with twenty-five. No, feet. I'm at thirty. Oh, uh, Tyrol is still twenty-five. I, Tyrell, I just got the new general feet, feet because I already had the okay. initiative one. <laughs> so it's still, you're still the same speed. Okay. Uh, but you can hustle yep. a little bit, but not like a ridiculous, yeah. And uh, I'll carry it roll for some uh, stretch. <laughs> when you get to, when you get to Kyoto, uh, I mean, you left early morning, so you probably still get in there early evening. It's not looking so great, and I, I, I hate to say your uh, your preparations, your defense that you uh, put up, it helped. But it could have been. It wasn't, wasn't quite enough to, you know, you know save everyone. Um, there are. Uh, unfort- well, you would have known from before that this was a village of about about, about 200 dwarves and humans, mm-hmm. and Becky especially. Mm-hmm. I'm going to roll a D100. A D100? That'd be great. I'm going to do it just for the fun of it. Let's see what it says. Uh, You're also <laughs> very fun. Actually, that's quite a, you know, you know what? That's quite a nice number. Okay. It, the dice worked in my favour. I feel guilty, Tarul. Sarah. <laughs> Tarul, you had a whole month where you didn't actually need to learn anything. And, uh... <laughs> I, I don't think there was much more that could have been done with like 20 slavers. They are. They were just villages. Well, maybe not as many would have been taken. Yeah. More would have been done. More would have been killed in the resistance, perhaps. Yeah, my terrible training gave him a false sense of confidence. <laughs> okay. Stood against these. Hey, it beat me. <laughs> Good news is, um, you see that. Uh, I guess you can get there and and ask around. And I mean, by now they probably accounted for the missing lot. Probably about 12 people were, were taken, including Fundu and Kanoku, and probably some of the or the higher-ups of the of the village were, were taken away. Uh, about 40 or so people are injured, but alive. Like, they probably tried to put up a fight, but they were, you know, taught to fight by Mila. So they probably <laughs> have a few bruises and cuts and scars on, on them. Uh, unfortunately, my D hundred has told me that twenty six people did die in the attack. Like, oh, they didn't get die. stolen. 26. They didn't get taken or, or injured. They act just outright were murdered by these knights. Um, wow! More than a tenth of the village. Twenty six killed, twelve yeah. taken, and forty injured. Mm-hmm. Wow! And that's all because no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, hey, there was a there was a chance where I think. It, all of you could have, like, you, you all might have just stayed at Blood Soul, and then uh, that's a lot worse. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, you know, your, your, your role has helped significantly, but not, not oh. quite enough to have everyone survive. But uh, I mean, everyone is, like, despondent at the village. Uh, they, they've got a lot to do. The people who are healthy and, and still alive uh, and have been taken have uh, got to you know, tend to to the wounded, heal everyone back up to health and then lay the dead to rest uh, which is uh, not great I mean you see there are parts of the parts of the village wall uh, aren't burnt down so (laughs) good job I'm (laughs) done no that's Uh, fine and I bark I guess yeah yeah Uh, I'm sorry if this sounds callous, but I know where they came from last time, and they already have a head start. We cannot linger here. You are correct. The early hours are the most critical to respond to 
Yes. Yeah, we need. Where did they? Where did they come from? We need to find their trail. Um, but I mean, people might. Mila won't be able to ignore people who might be in desperate need of healing right now. Right. So why don't you guys find out where they went while I try and do what I can for the most seriously hurt. Yeah, you can spend. I mean, it, yeah, how long is your healing gonna spend? Isn't it like ten minutes per person? Oh, you have ward medic, so you can do. Like I do have ward medic. I mean, I could technically four tend four people. people at once. I'm not trying to heal forty people up to full. I'm trying to save a couple of lives who might be hanging on the edge while they establish where we need to go. Okay, about an hour maybe to do, like to to do healing for the most serious people. Okay. If everyone else is happy to wait. Okay. An hour and I. I can't in good conscience leave people who yeah, might die no, I mean, because I yeah. chose not to. Now, if they if they might die, yeah. then it makes sense for you to heal them. But yeah. I was thinking that the ones that were seriously injured already died. You may be right. Oh, there's people. Yeah. There are people who have like open wounds still right now. Sure. Yes. So Mila, do that. We'll see if we can pick up the trail. I'm fastest, so I'll go back, pick Mila up, and then we'll. See if we can catch up again. Yeah, uh, uh, I think we can just spend the hour like regaining our breath, yeah. getting a, a little bit of information from people, yeah. and then also scoping out where they're going and trying to do that sort of thing. Yeah. Okay, let and them, then immediately start going. Yeah, but let them know that the students and uh, Balu uh, are going to be arriving shortly uh, behind us once they yeah, to help out and yes. do what they can as well. <laughs> Fucking cats on podcasts so are a menace. <laughs> Cats, even not on podcasts, are a menace. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, so you, uh, yeah. Uh, everyone, give me a. Uh, uh, if you're asking around, I mean, people are upset. People are probably not willing to stop and chat like for too long. Uh, I think. I think trying to get like relevant information is probably going to need a diplomacy or a society check just to. You know, ask people for information in a way that is not just like, like Ian said, being insensitive at the current time. So uh, if anyone mm. wants to try and, you know, try and console people as well, say you'll do everything you can to oh, you know, right. amend this, uh, you, you can give me a few checks. Yeah, can you just take the lower of these two? Because Tyrol is really bad at talking to people. Mm. Oh, you've given yourself... <laughs> misfortune. Misfortune. Well, luckily you rolled, uh, you got a... Uh, 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 you've got two numbers that are only one apart, so the lowest is just one under. Um, uh, can I, if they are talking to, I'm not well spoken. Can I spend the hour ranging and see if they came from the same place as last time? Yeah, I'll let you. Uh, give me a survival check, quickly. Of course. You have a look, uh, and you can trace back to where you saw the trail last time. There's definitely fresh footprints that way. Okay. You're almost like yeah. certain that you would be able to walk back like the first like three four hours mm -hmm. of, of where probably they you know back to that campsite that, that you found them using once you probably would assume Perfect. they came exactly the same way yeah uh, and, and to rule you go around and, and, and console a, a few people uh, you find it a little you know it's quite hard to you know talk to people who are like openly sobbing and worrying about their friends and family but uh, you get a bit of information that yes they they came from. From the north. Um, Behind. If anyone, probably, you hear some people throwing around that the knights usually operate around a, a city called Jula, which is up quite far to the north. Um, you suspect that maybe if they were heading back anywhere, they'd be going up north. Yeah. Mm. They will be slow, burdened by ill-gotten gains, heavy cards. We can catch up. We have to. Yeah, we have well, to try. At least 24 hours head start. Mm, yeah. Amazing. No time like the present. Yeah. So, you set off. I, I mean, actually, yeah. just to be a dick, it is probably almost nightfall. Yeah. Do you want to walk through the night? I would not like to be fatigued. Yeah. I think walking through the night is the guarantee that we catch up with them. Yeah, that but is. But we will thing, get, be fatigued or. You're worse. fatiguing your but barbarian. What, <laughs> what we can do. Is we can catch up, spy it from a distance, then rest, and then mm. catch up again. So get some yeah. information, get a little bit of information, like numbers, who looks in charge, etc. Rest and then retrack, recatch. Because if they're carrying like twelve, what's it, twelve slaves mm. um, yeah. or enslaved people, 
the, then there's 20 of them. That's that's going to be a relatively slow moving group. You hope so. Uh, also, I, I agree that we should try to put as much distance behind us as we possibly can, as quickly as possible. And Mila, you can once a week spend only two hours sleeping as well, right? Rain scribe sustenance. Da, 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 da. You can draw on primal power to stay awake and alert while otherwise resting your body and mind, gaining the full benefits of an eight hour rest without falling asleep. Yes, oh, I can. So we don't even need watches? Uh, no. Just lose those okay. other minor benefits for a week while I recharge my primal energies, but that's not really a relevant thing. Uh, so I'd say we try to catch up. We rest uh, while and. Uh, those that only need to rest for a shorter time can make sure we don't lose them and then we all catch them and we kill them. Sounds reasonable. Sounds like a goodish idea. So you're walking through the night, is that it? Yes. And yeah. when does fatigue set in? It's I guess it 16 would be, hours. I mean you have after being awake for you 16 have hours. Just done like twelve. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you and got that is if we set out in the morning. I think you would have probably set out straight away. Because the, the guy came running in uh, early morning, Balu. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you probably would have gone for 12 hours. Oh, and then another hour in Q2. So you've got about three hours before yeah. you will start feeling the effects. And that's about as long as it takes you to get back to the uh, the camp that you found. Perfect. Sure. So you can quickly, you know, walk, walk, walk away once everyone, once uh, Mila is happy that no one is going to be on, on death's door anymore. Uh, probably tends to a good, like, 12, 13 people who are the worst of the bunch who are still alive but some of them got up quite scot-free some of them maybe had like some bruises a couple cuts a few of them have been like actually stabbed with you think spears or tridents uh, and they're the ones that you focus on the ones who are yeah <laughs> yeah you can quickly work your way back uh, following the trail and it's like a very recent trail I mean yeah like a, like 24 hour, hours old and it's a big group and they didn't stop to disguise their tracks like are they on foot? They're going. Very good question. It does seem like they are. Oh, Cuta oh. did spend time building fishing boats, didn't they? Mm-hmm. We should take a boat to catch up. Oh, you are so right. Uh, we can't I, follow the trail there. Uh, did they burn all the boats? I was about to say that it's it's a similar yeah. sort of state okay. of affairs to uh, everything else in the village. Sure. Like the fishing boats have been destroyed, and the and the roofs sure. again have probably been burnt down, and a lot of the buildings are in. Yeah, I wouldn't make it that easy. Mother I'm sorry, I probably should have mentioned that before. <laughs> um, but that's, yeah, I was imagining it was a similar sort of state of affairs as, as yeah. before. Mm. Oh my god, those Is fishing no... boats that Mila spent ages building have just been... <laughs> Is there no, luckily, it was moored at the time, or was out at sea, out of the river boat? All right, okay. Well, maybe if you appreciated some that's... river ponds earlier, that might be one lucky... <laughs> Boat. <laughs> I feel like we're going to show you a lesson Le- here. Uh, <laughs> let me say this, Bro. Dylan. They were the best river puns I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> I think wow. the moment's passed, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. I mean, we, we're just missing out on the current affairs that we're going around <laughs> oh, us. No. We're leaving the current affairs well, behind. Okay. Okay. Let's just hustle them. Yeah, sorry, we're meandering. Let's go. So. Yeah, someone else if they're on foot, you definitely see uh, foots, foots. You definitely see footprints, but uh, it does look like they are travelling with some, some sort of cart or, or some sort of wagon as well, probably to carry people or or, or anything they've stolen. Uh, so okay. it's not just one big walking group. They do have transport as well. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> all right, you can make your way. About three hours afterwards, you do find the uh, campsite, which I, I, I imagine your route is going to be... Are you, I mean, are you following exactly where... You know they sort of went along the riverbank. Like, are you following basically exactly where they would have gone? Yeah, we, we need to follow well, if the we can make, actual trail. If we can make educated guesses mm. and like try to uh, make the route shorter where we think they would have gone, is that a risk we're wanting to take? This isn't as built up a jungle area, isn't it? Wait, so, and we've got like no direction. <laughs> We're very good at survival. For the audience, um, like yeah, Q2 is right on the edge of the river, and basically the the, the path that they have, uh, the, the knights have taken is along the riverbank. Uh, so the most direct path for you would be crossing the the, the Tower River and then probably going straight up to the north, maybe cutting them off. But then you risk completely losing the trap. 
Yeah. Like, yeah. And then not taking that route. Like, I can imagine maybe you taking a few shortcuts, like maybe going this way, and mm. then cutting off sort of that cutting little straight inlay. to the campsite. Yeah. 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 Rather than going sticking right to the meandering river, you can maybe cut off a little bit of time that way, uh, and then join up. Because you, yeah. I mean, Ironbark for the first like three hours, you know, they walk just right along the river. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll take what shortcut we can, but we won't leave the trail properly. Yeah, so I think about after yeah. about three hours, you are probably maybe coming up to where this tributary meets the main river itself. That looks like about mm. maybe. Well, actually, if this is a, if this is twelve hours, six, three, yeah, about yeah, you're somewhere around this area, <laughs> uh, and you start to feel a little bit fatigue set in. Unfortunately, at that point. Uh, is there anyone for some reason who wouldn't get fatigued, or is that? I guess you all would. Yeah, Mila will kick in her rain scribe sustenance benefit um, because well, some of us there need to stay awake. Is the question as well? Since I only need to sleep two hours, would it mean I won't be fatigued until after twenty-two, or would I spend every day fatigued for six hours? Link us the thing no. that make it so you only need two hours of sleep. Yeah, that's the. Right. I think it's uh, there's a difference between fatigue from being awake and fatigue from having an adventure yeah. day. Like I think hour period where you're yeah. Active. I imagine like mm-hmm. you're asleep two hours and then but the other six hours you're you're not active, are you? You're probably yeah. Okay. So I don't think yeah. they would count towards so it. So uh, uh, I would get fatigued, just as anyone else. But to get so rid of no. your fatigue, you would only need two hours sleep, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you could just do eight hours sleep for two. Do eight hours of sleep too. It's a real light, was it? It's an iron bark sleep schedule. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what? Well, but I uh, we're keeping going for a little longer, right? Not resting. Yeah, we'll, we'll push ourselves uh, yeah. until we crash the t- until we caught up enough that we know that we're in striking distance, mm-hmm. and then we'll rest, recover, and then catch up again. Yeah. Yeah. That seems like a smart plan. Unless, like, we don't catch up for a long time and we actually do need to rest. Need, need. Yeah, yeah, obviously, yeah. If we're just falling over and falling asleep yeah. into the mud, then yeah, mm-hmm. we probably want to just stop there. So, on the map, we are approaching, yeah, if you go for, like, another half hour, hour, you're approaching this little tributary um, that's coming off of the, the main Turwa River. And this is probably one that you uh, probably crossed on your way... Uh, no, you, you would have gone just right round the very edge of uh, the very um, source of this tributary. Because that was actually, mm-hmm. looking at the map, that was uh, the source of this tributary was where you had that fight with those weird Karina birds and the Desolan. I can see a little oh, skull yes. on the map. The plant critter. And you are like you are walking like it's it's night now. It's like the dead of night. Like it's very eerie light. and silent. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's, you probably hear a few howls on maybe some boars off in the distance across the plains but uh yes so you come to this uh tributary uh it looks like the the the, the group you're following uh, at some point within the past day looks like they found a sort of a, a narrow spot and uh managed to ford the river where it wasn't very or oh, sorry ford this tributary where it wasn't very shallow or, or, or wide sorry deep or wide Across the at a shallower <laughs> place is what I'm trying to say. At a forge, <laughs> one might say. Perfect. Yeah. At a forge, yeah. yeah. And you think you can manage yeah. uh, to, yeah. If you want to, you probably see where the prints come out the other side. You think you could probably forge it fairly easily, yes. Okay. Well, let's do it. Yeah. I'll ask everyone very, very quickly for a perception check. Very quick. Just for no reason whatsoever. No. Cool. As you are, uh, you know, about to, about to step into. It's it's a it's a river maybe like 20, 25 foot wide. Uh, it's pretty fast flowing, but it looks like it's probably not 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 like deep that you're going to drown in it. You may maybe get swept away a little a little bit, but yeah, you can probably trek through it fairly quickly. Um, as you're just about to you know step foot in the water, the the dark night sky. Uh, I mean, I but you have a little bit of of light on as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think everyone is. Not quite paying enough attention to see something until it's too late. What? Crap. And with a, a loud bellowing, that was a bad noise. I don't know what noise these things make at all, but with a loud splash, a splishy splash, uh, you see it's just a nice, friendly jungle creature. Ah, 
I don't believe you. Just a nice, friendly jungle creature, you know, the usual uh, that you you know that you get in uh, in the jungle. And you've probably seen a few of these actually already on your really. You've probably seen a few of these on on your way through through the Magambia. They're pretty common. Just a fun little 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 cute little hippo. Uh oh. In the a in hippo. the ford, and there's this one sort of. Nashes its. What's what's it called? Is a hippo got a weird like? It's not a snout, is it? It's got, but it's got the big nose, the big bulbous <laughs> mouth. Yeah, I the don't big know bulbous mouth. That's what I'm going to call it. Uh, right. As 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 it's got yeah. a big bulbous mouth, it does uh, uh, very angrily sort of approach the water's edge and bear its tusks at you. And I'll uh, reveal to you what you have seen here. Oh, it's a big boy. Jeez, <laughs> a... damn. It's a big Are we all fatigued as well? Yeah. Yeah. That will be um, annoying for the marshal, especially for the one that cannot rage anymore. Yeah. Well, I, it's a little better than it was before. Cool. Okay. A I'll giant tell you later. Do you have something that lets that's you ignore the fatigue? No. No. That's, that's higher level. Yeah. Well, shit. Are we rolling initiative then? <laughs> so then we use the roll we already oh, well, did. I, I used the perception oh. rolls for you, but if anyone has oh. incredible initiative and wouldn't have taken it into effect, do add it. Yeah, uh, going to 15 will not change anything on my initiative. No, it won't change. <laughs> Sorry, I just want to point out that this hippo <laughs> got a 42 in the initiative. What? Yeah, what? I haven't opened the comic tracker. Holy shit. <laughs> it does, and I'm guessing it, it was a stealth roll. It was a stealth roll. It has a pretty <laughs> high stealth. It's probably got a modifier when it's in reverse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alright, it's your turn, Dylan. Come on. Yes, you're right. It is my He's turn. just reading the abilities. <laughs> I'm just reading <laughs> all the fun, horrible abilities I can do with of this. Of this arc-lich hippopotamus. <laughs> well, Wait. first of all, it's gonna plod its way up. Is everyone happy with where I put you? I just kind of put you in a random order. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I will not be that much in front of the group. <laughs> you want to be like back up there somewhere? Uh, more like there. I guess I should ask who was going to cross the river first, and I felt like Ironbark being forward. It makes so, sense yeah. that Ironbark would I'm be first. The rule is the slowest, so he would be far back. In that case, uh, Ironbark would go. Yeah. The hippo is gonna, and, and when we say hippo for the audience, this is a huge creature on the map. It's taken up, mm -hmm. yeah, 15 by 15. It's gonna plod its way up the riverbank towards you, Heimbach. And as it gets out, you can actually, I'll reveal the token, because to uh, the, the picture, sorry, the token doesn't do it justice, what you see. Not only is this huge, but you do see it, the side uh, of this hippo is uh, marred with um, what looks like some kinds oh. of wounds. It's definitely been in a fight uh, recently. Uh, you see the, the, the sort of uh, fat on its side. The, I was going to say blubber, but that's for whales. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> the side of this hippo is uh, yeah covered in, in wounds that look like they've probably been made by weapons, like swords, maybe spears. Uh, and it looks like it has... It looks like it's, it's almost enraged this creature, basically. It, it's, it's, it's a barbarian hippo. It's coming and bite ah! on you, and it is gonna come out and bite you. Uh, and I'm gonna see Damn it. how your armor class, your now your level nine armor class, does against my fun little uh, hippo bite. And, it's uh, not gonna be great. It's not gonna be great. I'm really sorry. This is no. this is gonna be a rough fight. Oh, I hit oh, on a five on the <laughs> You're gonna hit me I on a, a two. two. <laughs> oh God. Oh, first fight of level 9, guys. I'm pulling out the big guns now. Uh, yeah, so I, I noticed there's yeah. a deadly D12 on that as well. Yeah, so it's a good that. job that... It's and a good job that a... a, a oh, yeah, 69. <laughs> yeah. A 6 and a you're 9. You're not even the... gonna... You're not even gonna critically miss me on a 1. <laughs> Am I actually gonna hit you on a 1? <laughs> oh, that's amazing. No, I love it. you're gonna miss because oh, miss. it's a yeah, 1. Yeah, but not, not critically, critically hit. Miss. Oh, wow. Um... This thing comes out of the water for its first action, just bites Ironbark down, probably crunches you right on the arm, and like these tusks of this creature are absolutely brutal. I mean, hey, hippos are like one of the most deadly animals in the world, so it's fair. Yeah. Yeah, that's where they the deadly D12 comes ammo. from. Yeah. Oh. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Twenty-seven points of of piercing damage there. Oh, you, yeah. should, you should. Hey, Ironbot, you should. You should rage, and then you'd reduce some of that. Shut yeah. up. You should rage, uh, and then with its final action, it is gonna um, use the grab action. Okay. Automatically, well, it, it, it's the damage plus grab, but not improved grab, so it doesn't yep. take the action. So it automatically grabs your mm-hmm. probably your arm in its in its jaws, and it's not letting go. And then we're to talk. Oh, Tarul is going to be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, he's going to recall knowledge and using his ecology of the rainforest lore mm-hmm. um, to try and work out what he knows about hippos. By the way, a hippo doesn't have much fat. It's a very thin layer. Oh. It's all muscle. Yeah. People are very uh, dangerous. Mm-hmm. So... You know quite a lot about hippos. You know, they're semi-aquatic animals. They spend lots of their time in rivers and lakes. You know, but they can also, you know, live on on land. Uh, you have an inkling that this is not just any old hippo. Huh. This is. Um, you don't say. <laughs> <laughs> no, this isn't. This isn't like those uh, like those large hippos that you get. This is a behemoth hippo. Uh, which is actually oh, like wow. more like the size of an elephant uh, than a than a normal hippo. Uh, this is a huge. If you if you took a hippo and just you know grew it quite a bit, that's what this is. I don't think you'd know too too much about the stats because you didn't roll great. You did enough to identify it. I give you was one. It thing, to, was it a success? It was a success, but not a crit. Yeah. Does it have dark vision? It has low light vision and imprecise scent, but not not dark vision. Excellent. Well, we'll worry about that next round. He's going to stride forward. Obviously, as we're chasing Slavus, his weapon is already drawn. Um, and he's going to strike at the creature, which is currently flat-footed to him. Wait, really? Yeah, because yeah, it's a success knowledge. in the recall yeah, knowledge. Yeah, that's joke. true. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> forgot about that. He's expecting it to bite um, Ironbark. Yeah, you're prepared somehow mm. for this massive creature to rise out of the, <laughs> the river. Well, as it started coming out, it's like, oh fuck, oh, fuck. that's a hippo. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, it's going to bite Iron Buck. <laughs> that's so, a hippo. Could you apply flatfoot to it, please? Yes. Oh no. That's a oh, miss. No. Ah, well, that's the end of the uh, turn. He recalled knowledge, he strode, and he struck and rolled poorly. Got a miss. God. Wow. This is going to be great fun. I'm oh. enjoying this fight. <laughs> All right, Mila. Mila's turn. Come on, you, <laughs> you bring out the big guns. Yeah. Well, actually, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm first. I'm going to run away uh, by taking <laughs> a five foot step backwards, um, and then uh, I'm actually going to bring out the real big guns. I'm going to cast a, a a first level spell. I'm going to cast a spell under four of its squares called Grease. Ooh. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, the creature is going to have to make a reflex save or an acrobatics check. How acrobatics the hippo? Uh, against my spell <laughs> DC or uh, four prone. And for reference, the four squares are, yeah, are the top right four squares of its um, huge area that it's taking up. Yeah. Cool. Amazing. Covering grease, reflex yeah. save. I will do a reflex save. I mean, I hope this reflex is pretty good. It should be appalling. Oh, that is a failure. Ah, suck it. Oh. So you can fall prone, uh, which is his reflex save is equivalent to Tarul's. Oh god. <laughs> okay. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> All but right. I still failed. Uh, yeah. Great. So that is the uh, end of Mila's turn. It's prone. That's. I mean, that's a really good use of a first level spell. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's the first thing I thought of to do to give us an advantage after seeing Tyrrell not being able to penetrate it with the radio. Yeah. Mm. I embarked just bounced off the flesh. You yes. are. Uh, okay. Yeah, right next to it, you just see it fall over. <laughs> its legs come out from beneath it. Uh, and it lets out a. I don't know what noise hippos make again, but it, I imagine they can roar in agony or, or rage. Mm. Well, Ironbark is a little happy that he's not raging because he does not like to. He does not want to bite the butt of a hippo because they twirl their shit with their tail. 
Oh, do they now? It's not wrong. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've just listened to a, a hippo's roar, and it actually, I, pr- I got it pretty spot on. <laughs> I'm sure you did. <laughs> yeah. It's good. Uh, and I'm assuming a hippo's fortitude save is going to be off the fucking rocker. Probably. So even if I wanted to grab it, I'm probably not going to be able to. So the big, well, the kind of bonus here with the monk dedication, I also got powerful fist. Mm-hmm. So at least it's d6s instead of d4s now when I, uh, oh, okay. when I'm gonna hit it. So I'll just, I'll attack it, see what happens. Natural twin. <laughs> <laughs> it won't be oh, wow. as good as a hit as usual because you don't have all the bonus of <laughs> no. range, but it's no, still a crit. I don't have critical specialization or anything. If only I had time to play for you for a winning streak. Yeah. Oh, that would be so good. Uh, what, what damage Can I have a crit that removes fatigued, please? <laughs> what damage is this? What, what damage type is this? Bludgeoning. He fatigues the oh, opponent. You're gonna love this. Uh... <laughs> Uh, the target must succeed at a DC5 flat check to cast spells with the verbal component until healed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for fuck's sake. That's going to come in really <laughs> handy. Damn it. Um, it would be indeed. You, it's a glitch. You crack the end off of one of its tusks, let's say, so it can't speak oh. and cast spells no. easily. <laughs> <laughs> Don't eat me! Uh, oh, that's Double threes. pretty good, though. 24 that's points of damage. Good 24 damage. Jeez. Damn. Barely injured, and it's still very, very green. Yeah, that makes that's, me super happy. <laughs> that, uh, I, I was expecting the health bar to go down quite a bit. It was just like a. T- 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 I I'm gonna do it again for a critical miss at a 19. That is. That mini has at least 30 AC. At least. Th- uh, oh, he yes. is flat-footed currently. Oh, he should. It should not so be flat-footed against 31. you. at least 31. It's fallen. It's oh, tripped. it's tripped. Mila tripped. Oh, right. Yeah, it's prone. It is. Well, that means it has... 33 AC. A lot of AC. at least. Too high. Yeah, that's my Hopefully, turn. Hopefully, his will-saving throw is not too high. Yes. Mm. I will cast Agonizing Despair on it. So it, will mo- it must roll a will-saving throw. Agonizing despair. You're not going up for the big guns yet. No, I'm not going the for the AOE. Crushing despair. Okay, well, it's just one. Yeah, no. Oh, oh, that wasn't a good roll. Oh, no, it's uh, success. Twenty-one. Oh, god. Are you telling me your yeah, reflexes yeah, is the lowest save? Maybe. <laughs> level twelve creature. Well, you will take half yeah. damage. One, two, three, four, five, six. Whoa! <laughs> Wait, did I? <laughs> we did it. We did it. Yes. Sixty-six. We got one, two, three, four, five, six. That's amazing. Uh, <laughs> and you will be frightened one. That's hero point worthy. Actually, again, it's such a good. I'm role. giving me a hero <laughs> point. How how often does that happen? I don't know if I've actually seen that before. I mean, it's what what six one a six to the power of six that, that happens? No, no. Well, no, the order isn't important, yeah. so it's... It's, it's probably not that rare, but I don't think I've seen it. The 21 points of... Uh, oh, half of 21, right? Yep, and mm-hmm. Frightened 1. Yeah. But it does become Frightened 1, which could be handy. Oh, it's down to Injured. That's good. Hey. And with my third action, I'm gonna Winning Streak the rule. Ooh. That's probably uh, bold. Wait, no, can I? <laughs> no, I can't. So I'm gonna do it on Iron Bark. <laughs> Oh, the roll is too far. Yeah, so you gain the quicken condition, and if you or one of your allies gets a critical success, it uh, jumps to them, right? Yes, but the ally must right. be uh, within twenty feet of I someone with winning streak. Have I? Uh, I think I uh, like if Tyrol crits. We're both yes. quickened, right? And yes. yes, it doesn't it jump to oh, him, yeah. it spreads to him, like a plague. Yes, very good. Cool. Uh, is that your whole turn, Sarala? You did... Uh, yes, I did three actions. Agonizes is better than winning streak. Let's see what this hippo is going to do. God. I'm worried. Yeah. Well, it's either going to... worried for... Swallow him or bite him a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you're still... Oh, wait. 
I'm grabbed. But it did get knocked prone, but that doesn't. Yeah. That doesn't remove. Doesn't change anything. You knocked him over, but it's still bit bit onto you. I feel like it's gonna wanna stand up okay. with an action, which is gonna provoke for sure. But I don't think it likes being flailing around on the ground. Try to hit it. Wait. Oh. Oh. You need to hit him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Inspire stratagem. Nice. So you can uh, <laughs> you can roll it again if you okay. want. Take the better of the two results. Okay. Exactly the well, same. Exactly the same. Ah, well. You still hit. Ah, it was a little better. Yeah, that's a hit for 15 damage. Damn. Cool. So it uses its first action to heave itself back up on its fat little... Cr- uh, Fat little hippo legs. <laughs> Takes a bit of damage in the meantime, but it is still grabbing onto you. It's going to do my favourite action. Yeah, one of them at least. It oh, is just going to... No, no, no. It's worse than that. Nom, nom, nom. Oh, okay. Swallowed <laughs> it's by the huge Attempt creature. to swallow you whole. We love it. Um, oh, and swallow whole again is against reflex, not 42, right? Uh, the monster attacks an athletics check opposed to the grab creature's reflex DC. Yes. Oh, yeah. What's your reflex DC? 25. Now that I'm fatigued. I probably can't fail. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> 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 Shit. Well, at least it does fail on a, okay. on a one. Uh, oh my god. Let me read the rules. Swallowed creature is... Uh, uh, yeah, the, mal- the monster's mouth or jaws no longer grab a creature so we can use it to strike again. You grabbed, slowed one, and have to hold... Oh, God, we're doing the suffocation rules and, and all of that again. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> the swallowed creature uh, takes the listed amount of damage when first swallowed, and at the ends of every turn, you're still swallowed. Let me have a look and see. Mm-hmm. I remember um, Extinction Curse. Every, like, every enemy could swallow whole, and it just got ridiculous after a while. When you have a lot of things that can do it, it's not that fun. When you have like one or two things that can do it, it's great. You're going to take 15 points oh, of, of swallow damage as you are chopped down by this behemoth hippo. Question. If you manage to escape, you exit through the mouth. Otherwise, you can attempt to deal piercing or slashing damage equal to a listed rupture value from mm. a single attack or I spell. I can't do piercing or slashing right now. Oh, no. I guess you'll have to athletic your way out. <laughs> I'm just gonna punch him from the inside. Yeah, you can try and escape. <laughs> yeah. What was your question, Jeremy? I was wondering if it's standing up. Um, creatures using an action to move on the greasy surface during the spell's duration must oh, attempt to reflex save or acrobatics attempt to balance. This is true. I forgot about that. Mm. Does it it's standing up count as moving onto the surface? I guess it probably would. Well, it has the move trait. Yeah. It doesn't actually specifically spell it out. It's just that either a reflex save or acrobatics check to balance. It does say creatures using an action to move onto, onto the greasy yeah. surface. It does say, but then it does say a creature that steps or crawls doesn't have to. Yeah. Yeah, but it also mm. didn't step or crawl. It stood. Yeah. I don't know if standing counts as moving onto the surface. Yeah. Let's I'll roll it anyway. I'll roll it anyway. Like a slippery surface, and you're trying to get back up. Yes. It doesn't get less slippery. Yeah. It's fair. No, it's still on so maybe it stays prone then, but it's still going to swallow you even if it is yeah. prone. It's got a mouth free now. <laughs> no. It can bite to rule, but it won't be able to grab you at the end of the turn, but it can still bite you. <laughs> I mean, so uh, I'd like to point out uh, that the light source was on Ironbar. Indeed, right. we have lost our light source. <laughs> <laughs> so I would like I would like him to roll for concealment, thank you. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> oh no. But everyone's gonna have to if you don't have dark vision. Oh, I have low light vision. If you don't have dark vision. Surely that's helpful outside under normal conditions. Depends on what kind of moon we have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that might be important now. But that does mean if it is dark, then that's a fifty percent chance that it'll miss. Hmm. I kind of need this, guys. I don't have I don't have his hit points. <laughs> yeah. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> fucking horrendous sure. this would be sure. if this game ended if we were killed by a hippopotamus. <laughs> sure, I'll, roll. I'll, I'll roll a flat check because yeah, it swallowed the light. But the question is, is really are has... we in darkness? Or are we are we in the low light? It doesn't matter. I rolled a 
Eroda 2 on it. It matters uh, for the future. Flatjet. I, I will, well, yes. uh, luckily we're going to take a, a week to figure that, that out because uh, what? I think Anar <laughs> being swallowed whole by a giant wounded and enraged hippo is probably going to be you a good place to end it because I'm going to, I'm going to, I mean, my notebook right now is not prepared for the amount of things I'm going to have to track for swallowed hole. It's got to be you know, <laughs> suffocation, it's got to be air, it's got to be rupture, it's got to be... You know, the moon phase. You know, I know you're walking I, back and forward. You really want to try and escape, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave I, you. No, I've been level nine for two episodes now, and I only got one turn. And I wasn't even raging. <laughs> I'm gonna leave you in the in you the, are the beast. Yeah, you are for, raging uh, for another. Hey, Iron Bark. Hey, hey, I gave you every opportunity to have a little nap along the way. You're, you know, you're <laughs> being done you're being stu- stubborn <sighs> and wanting to not waste time, but it is going to cost you. See you like, next yeah. week. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. You're in the cozy, yeah, warm right. place. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. We're going to finish this hippo next time. See ya. <laughs>